Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Manchester United versus Liverpool, 5-0. I didn't think I was going to be saying that, honestly. Going into the match as a Liverpool fan, all I was hoping for was just the three points. I, I really couldn't care less about the performance because over the years... We've gone there, we've dominated, we've created chances, and we've seen David De Gea do some crazy heroics, saving stuff he has no rights to, and at the end of the day, we come out with nothing, or maybe maximum one point. So actually, this fixture against Manchester United is a fixture where I can't care, I can't care less about the performance, exactly. I just want, I just want the points, you know. But this time around, I mean, my oh my, boy, was I expecting that. 5-0, away at Old Trafford. And some things need to be established here. I know, like, everyone's talking about the scintillating Liverpool, the scintillating Mo Salah. The shocker here is Liverpool weren't even at their brilliant best. Liverpool still had another gear. Or two, in my opinion, two. I've seen Liverpool versus Napoli in the must-win game in the group stage about two seasons ago in the Champions League where they won one new. Oh, my goodness. The pace, the press. Liverpool versus Manchester City uh, at Anfield in January 2018. Of course, just before this uh, Manchester City um, scored three goals late on. That is Liverpool at their brilliant, brilliant best. I can go on and on. This wasn't, this wasn't even close to Liverpool at their brilliant best, honestly. It wasn't. And the fact that Liverpool could blow away a Manchester United side full with superstars away. The fact that Liverpool could blow them away when they were not even at their brilliant best, when they still had a game or two to go, it's absolutely embarrassing. I watched yesterday's game and all that's on my mind is, how poor were these guys? How poor are Manchester United? How poor are these defenders? I'm not really thinking how brilliant Liverpool. Of course, I'm going to get to that. Of course, we have Mosala. We have, like, everyone in the team actually put up a good performance. It's the team. I love these guys, you know. And they are playing very well this season. Let's see where this gets Liverpool to uh, come May, come April or whatever. But I'm sorry, the focus of this pod has to be Manchester United. They were abysmal, my goodness me. 
Harry Maguire. I feel like as a captain of a football club, apart from your leadership qualities and something, you have to be some. You have to be one of the best players in that in, in that club because you've got to lead by example. How do you correct guys when you're the, when you when you're the chief uh, when you're the chief mistake maker? How do you correct guys? How do you go about it? How can you even how can you even like scold guys? How can you do anything? How can you how can you lead when you keep letting your team down? Honestly, I have to say I haven't been a big Maguire critic. Like I always defend him with Manchester United fans when they always come for him. But I have to say, no, I think yesterday was kind of like the icing on the cake. It's just simply not good enough. It isn't on any level. Look, sure, where are you? He's just had a few good games this season, but the look sure we saw last season is nowhere to be found. Like if you look over the course of this season so far, it's not good enough. We can blame Ole for a lot, and I'm going to do that. I'm going to blame Ole for a lot because. Honestly, you don't even have to overthink it. You don't have to give him any excuses. Let's be very honest here. I know some people talk about the DM issues. Fred and McTominay are not good enough. I mean, let's look at Manchester United as a whole. How many players are playing to their potential? This is when you see a club that has a problem. When you see a well-run club, you see a lot of players who a lot of people consider average or just decent or slightly above average performing. You can see Manchester City. It doesn't matter whether it's Sinchenko or Fabian Delph or whoever at that left back or even playing Cancelo or anybody. He's even playing centre-back Laporte there. You understand? When you have a good manager, he makes things work. And this is Pep Guardiola who we talk about, oh, $1 billion spent, $50 billion spent. Yes, he is very financially backed. And if he didn't perform well, if his team doesn't perform well, then Pep would lose his job. He'll be under pressure. That is facts. But what I'm trying to tell you guys here is that, as you can clearly see with Manchester United now, having superstars or whatever is no guarantee for success. And as I said, the weak excuse of, oh, this player trying to downplay some, I don't care. The squad is good enough. Okay, let's, let's, let's face facts. Look at Manchester United right now. You see the front line. You see the guys, Pogba, Bruno, Sancho, Rashford, Marcia, Ronaldo, Cavani. And you want to compare them really to Gabriel Jesus, Ferran Torres, uh... Ryan Sterling. I know these guys are also like good players. I'm not trying to downplay Manchester City in any way at all. But I'm sorry, Manchester United have just got a, forward, a better forward line. You know what I'm saying? And we can even go on and on and analyze different parts of the squad. So like, I'm just trying to tell you guys that squad-wise, I don't care what you say Ole doesn't have. He has more than enough to be way better than Manchester United are right now. And that's all that matters. Honestly, the signing of Cristiano Ronaldo was the death of Ole. Ole killed himself right there because with that signing, what happened before then was like a lot of Manchester United fans and sympathizers had a false illusion of the level of the squad. I kept on saying, as a Liverpool fan, of course, in the last two, three seasons, we've won the Premier League, the Champions League. It has been very fantastic times for Liverpool fans. Cool. But what I have to say is this. Uh, I kept on saying, honestly, on paper, I look at my team. I look at where we got these players in, when we brought them in. I look at Manchester United and when they brought these players in. There's absolutely no comparison at all. Manchester United just have the better squad. Simple as that. But when you have a manager who can make good players play excellently well, who can make decent players play good, who can make... Um, average players contribute still. You know what I'm saying? You have players who, honestly speaking, no other no other club will be looking at them when they came to Liverpool. And now everyone is talking about them. Oh, this guy is world class. This guy is world class. This is what happens when you have a proper manager. I'm not even going to try and overhype Klopp. Of course, Klopp is absolutely one of the best of this era. No doubt about that. But you don't even have to be that good to be able to do a job with decent players. But then you have, you have Ole who has so many world class players. And the only player I can say who has lived up to the expectations is Bruno Fernandes. Only... Only in a squad of so many of the highest earners in the Premier League, you have only one player who has lived up to the billing. It is extremely disappointing. Players shouldn't come to your club and next thing, they depreciate. Their value goes down. Next thing, people don't even remember who they are. It is not good enough. 
it is not good enough. Shout out to Ole what he's done with Greenwood, by the way. That's also another good thing that at least Ole has done. But in general, the, there's just so many underperformances. Someone like Fred, you watch him and honestly, like, I don't know. I don't know what to say about Fred. He's, he's not particularly good in winning tackles. Always seems to be late. He has good work rate and good mobility in terms of filling up the spaces and recognizing. But it's just not good enough on the ball. Like, yesterday I was watching the game. I was like, okay, Fred's going to do rubbish with the ball now. And he did. He just always did. It's not good enough. Now, let me now go a bit more analytical. I'm sure the way I'm ranting, you might think I'm a Manchester United fan. No, it's just, like, I just feel like it's, 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 it's disgustingly poor. You know, it's disgustingly poor. Let's look at the game yesterday. And how it went. Now you saw Shaw and Maguire uh, time and time again. Like, <laughs> we can blame Ole, which I've done for like almost all of the, or almost all of this episode so far. You blame Ole, you really give him the stick, which he deserves, honestly, because this team is not playing like a team with superstars at all. Not even, not even in the slightest way. But the individuals, my goodness me, how did he get this bad? How, like, where is their confidence? Where is their... Because, honestly, I do not understand. I really don't understand, honestly. Uh, I don't, honestly. Like, the individual errors... And let's even go a bit more tactical, okay? Let's go a bit more tactical on a serious note here. Now, Manchester United, like, you look at them, and I'm going to just really analyze from what I saw tactically yesterday. And it's like, they don't know what to do off the ball. And this is a major problem, you know? It's a major problem. Now... You can criticize different managers for playing in different ways. Oh, this manager loves to sit back. This manager loves to do this, do that. But it is clear that this side doesn't know what they're doing off the ball. Now, some players are sitting. Some are trying to instigate a press. Some are getting to that press later. Like, oh, this guy is pressing, so let me go and press. And I wonder, I think to myself, does this guy even train? Like, what is the plan off the ball? No, really, I, I, I just urge you guys, please go back and watch Manchester United when Liverpool are with the ball. What is the plan? Are you trying to sit back? No. It's just like... Everyone is just trying to do what he thinks. And that's not that, that's just not good enough. You're going to be played off the park. Because, for example, you see someone like Ronaldo, for example. He strolls, strolls, strolls. And just feels, okay, you know what? Like, it's too comfortable for Liverpool here. You get what I'm saying? And then he tries to instigate a press. And then as he does that, mind you, he doesn't sprint. He jogs to probably press Konate. Now, he's trying to urge Greenwood on to come on. And Greenwood to sprint. Like, so, basically, what they are doing is just bit by bit... <laughs> They're just opening up themselves. Like, they're just, like it's so easy. And then when the man gets further up, you see someone, <laughs> it is extremely comical. Then you see Manchester United defenders, for example, pinning on Jota. You know what I'm saying? So everyone is late. Everyone is two seconds late. Because of a, of a press that is clearly not well rehearsed. Everyone is two seconds late. It's someone like Shaw pinning on Jota or something, or, or, or Misaka pinning on Jota. And Jota plays, plays, like, he plays the one-touch ball, like plays, plays, uh, like plays it off him. And next thing, there's a huge space in behind. You know, it's just, like, I'm just saying, like, it's, it's just really a coaching problem, honestly. Because Manchester United on the ball, I I, I know, even attacking-wise, they're not close to fulfilling the potential in terms of the, the players they have, the talent they have, as, as I've mentioned already, the Greenwoods, the Ronaldos, the Brunos, the Cavani's, like, it's immense, Rashford and stuff, it is immense. But attacking-wise, offensively, honestly, they are way better than defensively. I can't even lie. They are way better offensively than defensively. Because, I, as I just said, this is this is just my, my, my opinion. This is just the problem with Manchester United. And this is why, so far, in recent weeks, or so far this season, it's just looked easy. You get what I'm saying? You see the goals, the amount of tappings they concede, for example, like against uh, uh, against Atalanta, now against Liverpool, and just keep watching their goals. Because, positionally, they are, they are a mess. They are a mess. When you start a false press, you drag players to other sides. I'm sure... 
if you look on the surface of it, some HP can say, oh, it's not my fault. This code didn't come from my wing. But the thing is, if you start a false press and everyone is trying to press on, like they are two seconds late, you're just going to open everything. And then you now see your center backs probably trying to overcompensate for that to fill up the space that was vacated by maybe the fullbacks or even the DMs who are nowhere to be found because they, they just put on a stupid press that is, I don't know if you've ever rehearsed it at all. And then you leave your stupid play behind and then you see people shifting, trying to cover up for these positions and it just makes everything a mess, basically. Honestly, not to rant more, as I've analyzed already, for me, the problem with Manchester United, majorly, 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 it's just that they don't know what to do off the ball. There's no plan. It's, it's, as, it's as clear as day. Uh, so not, not, not to overemphasize it, as I've already analyzed that. I just have to say, uh, there's a lot of pressure on the Manchester United, uh, the Manchester United office, front office, honestly. It just feels like a decision has to be made. I feel like losing to Liverpool um, wouldn't have any icing on the cake. Honestly, a routine one new two new win would have been talked about, of course, especially if the performance was, of course, as poor as this. And I've been talking about and stuff. I feel like it still have been the generally the same vibes and feeling too in terms of Ole, where does he stand with his job and stuff like that. But I've got to say, getting, getting, <laughs> getting annihilated in your own backyard. It just really mounts the pressure on the decision makers at Manchester United and they have to make a decision. As for me, my opinion on this situation is simple. I think Manchester United should stick to should stick with Ole uh, through the season and in the summer, fire him and get a world-class manager. You know, I've had like, I, I hosted a space on Twitter the other time and I got to talk it's a lot of Premier Manchester United fans who 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 had their opinion, and it's as simple as it's like a lot of them. Even though they give Ole credit for, for example, finishing second last season, although that's not that's not an achievement per se. But I mean, it's like it's progress, you know, coming from fourth to second. You can see the progress. But a lot of them were also of the opinion that they don't even want to see how things go with this squad this season. Like they were not even they didn't even want to give a chance because they were already like really strong in their opinions that. This man is not good enough. Like, thank you very much. You've steadied the ship. You've steadied the ship, honestly. Like, Manchester United were, like, everywhere, all over the place, under other managers. And so, like, you truly didn't know their level. And right now, it seems like Ole has made them, like, let me say, a top four club. A top four club. You've steadied the ship. But they really didn't think Ole was the man to ever do anything. Like, they, just, they didn't feel he could do better than he had already done. And honestly speaking, he's really proving them right, right now. And I feel like if Manchester United sack him now, it's like, they're just, what should I say? I mean, if you sack him now and you bring in a world-class manager, maybe someone like a Zidane, I don't know. Maybe, like, you know, the new manager bounce. And, of course, a lot of things. Basically, that defensive solidity that Zidane brings and stuff like that. Honestly speaking, maybe they might bounce back and win a trophy this season. Who knows? You saw with Chelsea and, and Thomas Tuchel. Like, these things actually happen. You know, new manager bounce and stuff. And the confidence is just high. Everyone is playing well. And he instills the basics of defending. Because, I have, as I have mentioned earlier, this Ole side doesn't play like... They, they know how to defend. They know how to, what to do off the ball. You get what I'm saying? And that's what just makes them look very scattered. But on the other hand, I feel like you gave him a contract not too long ago, Oli. I mean, just shorten it. You know what I'm saying? Just let him see it out in the summer. Let's, let's even see what happens with Manchester United. Let's, let's see, honestly. And let us let Oli go. Because if you keep letting managers go in the mid, like there's always a discussion to be made. You know, you saw Mourinho, he, he was he was sacked there mid-season. Oli came in, the nice bounce and stuff like that. They had like a 10 or something game run, winning streak or unbeaten streak or something like that. Very fantastic uh, run. They were breaking records. They were scoring goals. I can remember they scored the five goals for the first time in how many years against Cardiff. Like it was a good feel all around the club and stuff like that. But in my opinion, I just feel like Manchester United should see it out. They should see this season now. Honestly, like, <laughs> I mean... 
there's a level to which you can fall with individual brilliance. I know this is a Manchester United fans were very, very insistent on winning a trophy. You know, you have to win a trophy. And uh, it doesn't feel like it at the moment that it might go that way. But I have to say, this isn't, this isn't, it's still really early. It's still really early on in the season. And honestly, like, I'm not, I'm not even an only advocate at all. I'm not saying only will win a trophy. I don't think he will. But let's see, honestly. And, and, and again, like, if it doesn't, then just write this season off. I mean, you know, right? This is not off. He sees, he sees off this season. Probably gets you guys top four again. Uh, like, there's no way Ole, like, if Ole doesn't get top four with this squad, my goodness, that's abysmal. You know, that's very poor. Get you guys top four again and just let him go because you have seen enough. That's just the truth. You've given him this season, the full season. You have seen enough, honestly. And it is very clear. No matter what he does, it's very clear. I feel like he has shown that I'm just not the guy to take Manchester United to this next level. So then you can get in a new manager. I don't know the idea. There's there's uh, there's Blanc, there's Zidane, there's Conte. You know, there are all these managers on the market, you know, depending on who, who you fancy, to be honest. Uh, and you get in a manager who you feel you can do the job. You give him a summer, a proper summer. He has a proper summer. He brings in some... He's, he looks at the current squad. Of course, Manchester United players are all superstars. He knows them. He knows their capabilities and stuff. And he looks in the summer market. He looks at what he wants as what he wants to an already extremely star to the squad. He gets his paycheck, you know, fat. The Manchester United job is a very good job. Very, very good job, you know. He gets his money. He gets his players. Very importantly as well, he gets a full precision. And he can just start. I'm not saying like, okay, from the beginning, he has to, I don't know, maybe win the Champions League or something. Probably not. But it's a, it's a much better start to a manager, you know, that can really, what should I say, give him confidence as well because confidence matters you know if it comes in the middle of the season right now in the middle of this always mess it can go to ways you can have the new manager bounce or you can just have that spirit from the old season sip sorry not from the old season that spirit from the always like abysmal run if they have to sack him now sip into this into the players in terms and it just continues and then basically your run didn't get off that to that fresh start but the good thing about a new season is honestly it's a new season for example liverpool struggled for the top four last season and maybe that's even what they might do against no one knows but the truth is that after after a season ends especially when you have quality players everybody in that dressing room knows we can go again and we can challenge you know what i'm saying okay we did bad okay no problem but we know our capabilities we know our abilities we know how good we are and we know we can challenge. And I feel like with Manchester United, no matter how bad this season ends, I don't know, I really don't know, I can't see the future, but no matter how this season goes for Manchester United, from the first day, August 13th, you know, August 12th, or whatever, of next season, when it starts, the first game, kickoff Premier League time, they will know, they have a chance. They, they, they always have a chance because that's how much, that's how good they are, that's how much quality they've got. So I feel that's the way Manchester United should go. And for me, this is all for this episode, honestly. Uh, I know I didn't really talk much about Liverpool, but there's not much to say, honestly. Like, they were very clinical. They were very, very, very clinical, uh, you know, and they were just direct. As I said, honestly, they were not at their brilliant best. It's not like they, they, <laughs> they were not at their brilliant best. Not to talk too much about it, honestly, they were not at their brilliant best. But Manchester United were so poor that Liverpool never needed to get out of that game. And, oh my goodness, Mo Salah. Uh, I, I believe I should. It's high time maybe I, I dedicate an episode to Mo Salah. Talk about him. Talk about, I don't know. What people are saying about him is he really the best in the world? Does he deserve the Ballon d'Or? Like, well, I've got strong opinions about this, but I think maybe that'll be my next episode. Probably no, maybe not. I don't think so. I don't really love talking about these individual awards and stuff like that. Yes, so that'll be all from me from today, guys. For today, guys. Sorry. Uh, yes, I'm very happy, very very happy, very glad we got that win in. Uh, yes, that's all. Manchester United fans, if you ask me what I want, I want Ole in. I want him in forever and forever. As Ferdinand said, where's where's the statue? Put the check on the table. Let Ole put whatever he wants. Honestly, that is what Manchester United have got to do. Have a lovely day, guys. Be number one. Tana Talk Soccer Podcast.
Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.